You're listening to a Stand Up New York podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Girls Guide podcast. I am your host, comedian Chanel Ali, and it's a podcast where I invite my other comedian friends to teach you how to handle all the smoke in your life. You know how to party. You know how to hang. You learned it from somewhere, and we're the best teachers. I'm so excited for my guest today. He's one of my big brothers in comedy. We've known each other for so long. Many He's years. probably one of the tallest comedians in New York City. Maybe, yeah, maybe. probably. Derek Gaines. You guys can catch him. He's about to be in focus on Peacock. Yeah. Derek Gaines, welcome. How, how you doing, Chanel? How you doing, man? Yo, I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for having me. Shit, I'm honored. Yeah, I love it. And uh, you got your coffee. You're ready. You had a long night last night. Yeah, it was, um, what party was that last night? The uh, Patrice Benefit after party. Classic. So not only was it fun at the cellar, mm. and then we just, we, we, we jump shipped over to the stand, and it was more of a party. They had food, so it, it turned, it returned up. Yeah. Like comics sniff out food. You go to a party, they got pizza and little hors d'oeuvres and little meatball and little yeah. chicken things. It we'll figure a out. We'll figure out the code to the door. We'll get right in there. Cheese and crackers. They had like brie on on <laughs> on toast points. So I'm like, oh, this is a party. <laughs> and so, and but you have a lot of experience with that. Just like you know, hanging out and being good at the after party because oh, you yeah. hang out with like you know uh, everybody, everybody, everybody. But that's one thing I think I learned from you actually is how to be chill when you have people who are on the blogs. Uh, yeah. You know, because when I first started hanging out on the scene in New York City, this was when Pete Davidson was dating Ariana Grande, uh -huh. but nobody knew yet. Mm -hmm. It was like a couple days before the blogs knew. Uh -huh. And I'm just like, a, I just like, I just mind my business, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. if I see like two celebrities doing something in front of me, I'm always like, hey, yo, have fun. You know, that's, yeah, man. y'all not getting me off. I don't care. But then when it came out on the blogs, I was like, yo, I'm ahead of the blogs. Yeah, man. The key is always to be ahead. And the key is to be cool in cool situations. Don't climb. Mm -hmm. Don't reach for your phone for the fucking selfie. Yes. Don't drink to where you're belligerent. Don't cough in the cipher. You smoking weed, try not to cough. I agree. And I don't think more people admit that. Try not to. <laughs> Maybe I even, a, <laughs> And then but you got to compliment the weed. Don't start lungs. You better figure out how to look at it. Yeah. Cover your cough. Right. Make it a joke. Yes. You know, what else is good about that? Don't stink. Huh? Wow. You are setting a lot of rules that are going to exclude huh? people from parties right now in the comedy Read community. rooms, no vibes, mm. no how to talk. And this goes, if, if you do not know how to riz and mm. you don't know how to talk to a girl or your girl don't know how to talk to a guy, it's not your kind of party, man. Yeah. You got to know how to talk. You got to go hang by the record player. You got to go hang. Go stand over there if you ain't cool. No, I appreciate that. Not a lot of people would Vibes admit. only. People don't understand. Don't fuck up no vibe. Yo, I, do you know how hard it is to bring a girlfriend? You've seen me try to bring like a girlfriend, a non-entertainment friend mm, mm, to mm. a party. And I can't say to her, and yo, it, when we go in here, I need you to be cool. I can't say that. Because yeah. as soon as you tell somebody that, they, they become on. the antithesis of any cool thing they've ever heard of before. Whatever they think is hot in front of their wine and eatery friends. Yeah. We comics, you have to understand. For this, this is for people who have comic friends but like to hang out in comic green rooms. Mm -hmm. There's green room etiquette. Yeah, there's green room etiquette. And the, the rules are not written on the wall. And if you walk into a room full of niggas, mm. smoking weed, yeah. having a good time, yeah. do not try to interject with whatever the fuck you think is funny. Because mm -hmm. 10 times out of 10, it's not going to be good. And the <laughs> silence... 
that will take across the room oh, before yeah. we rip into you. Yeah, because it's not worth it for you to put your life on the line. Because like that. a bad joke to us is like a drop of blood in the water. If you drop one bad, are you no coming back? That silence is sharks. Yes, absolutely. You smell that? Yeah. And then. And also, I feel like sometimes when people, and you've seen this firsthand, when someone doesn't have a good set, uh, comedians sometimes come into the green room. They want us, or the space area, they want us to make them feel better. Nope. And that's not our job. Shit, me and my homies don't even give out flowers when we do good. <laughs> Fuck you think you're going to get something when you do bad. Don't come in here looking to get coddled. We not no bomb shelter. Yo, huh? And people got to understand. They treat us like a bomb shelter. No, you bomb, you go home. That's right. I don't want to get, get the, it on me. Keep that radiation away from my fucking green room. How am I going to get through at the airport if you get some of your bomb on me? They're going to, you have. They're going to read it. I'm going to have alarms like, going off. They're going to see something on your hands. It's resin. It's bomb resin. I don't want it. No. It's bomb resin. You come in here and with your little bullshit set yo, and get on me. I don't, I can't go on the road now. I no. get it. And if you had a really crazy bomb, go home. Go home. Watch that bomb. You off. can minimize the bomb by not minimize bringing it. it up over yeah. and over again throughout the Radiation's night. Radiation is what killed Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> history this is just history if that bomb would have went off and they could have concealed it Chernobyl still might be a progressive town that's might right. have been a Whole Foods there by now yeah but nah radiation fucked up the that's vibe science. of Chernobyl that's science and that's real but does mm-hmm. that, has that ever happened to you where you brought somebody to an after party or had them in the green room with you and you were like oh they're not being cool because I always feel yeah. like when it's your friend you can't say hey be cool but we always give them the look the look which is like yo watch it don't my two day ones crazy in here are married men one lives in Houston, one is one works in Jersey, he works at a bank, and he has a wife and a stepson. Okay. They would never even fathom hanging out with their boy in New York City. Because <laughs> they, the they know? Because they know already? Know. So, <laughs> thank God, most of my friends, if not all of my friends, yeah. are comedians. Yeah. And they're good comedians. Because mm-hmm. I've been doing comedy so long, yeah. I've been friends with these guys. Right. And they've also matured and gotten so great in comedy that we kind of, we, our friendship is established on yeah. old school, so it's like all my friends. We're on the same frequency, so you won't find me with a bunch of motherfuckers that's off that frequency. Mm-hmm. You won't, yeah, because I can't even. I can't even talk that's, to civilians anymore. That's like, I so healthy, Derek. It, your, your crew is. You guys are, are thorough. My team is thorough. But y'all used to call yourself something like the six foot. The six nothing. foot nothing. Do you still gang, call yourselves right. that? We do because uh, rest in peace, Chris Cotton. He was yes. the nothing part. Absolutely. So. It kind of, when he left, it kind of, but we still the six foot dudes, but yeah. there's more so no need for apologies now because it's me and Dave and then it's Monroe and Reggie and Amina and, and, and Chloe and right. you and all our, all our alliances yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's very so nice. But that's what we called ourselves shit. Yeah, we did call ourselves six foot nothing. It was a good No, time. I like it because anytime I encounter a man who's very tall, I always like to threaten him and let him know. Like, I could dunk on you. Mm-hmm. I choose not to. I'm actively choosing not to, but I could. Yeah, I like when girls do that shit. I'm like, I don't even play sports. So you do, <laughs> that shit happens to you, you all the time. Do, you you do your dunk thing because I ain't going to be at the court. So, yeah. <laughs> that shit happens dunk to on, you girl. all the time. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about one of your favorite girls, mm-hmm. uh, your mom. My mother. Yeah. So dope that you take her to your award shows yeah. and certain after parties and s- certain celebrations. Yeah. I think you are... I don't know if you're aware of this, but you're living the dream for a lot of comics in that regard. Am I? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, we, um... We don't... Not not a ton of us are taking our moms at, or at, or at that point yet, or have moms who are cool enough. Oh, oh, Miss Crystal Gaines instilled vibe in me when I was young. Yes. Because she was a vibe. My and, mother was an Air Force. She was, you know, met my pops in the Air Force. Yes. Met at a party. 
right? Mm-hmm. And, now uh, that's where you really get it. And, you know, they them two got married, but they were really chill people. And, you know, growing up, you know, you know, both my parents are engineers, but like funky engineers. So they like yes. they just they use they they brains and they she's smart, party power but she's still time. like she's aware. She's she's but she's, instilled in me a long time ago that you know you you have a light. My mother used to say that you have mm-hmm. a light about you. So would you say that says she was the most influential Absolutely. in your comedy career? I she was the first one to go see me bomb. Mm. Shit in jerk. Well, yeah, the first time I invited my mom out a bomb, but it was like a good bomb. Like mm. the energy. Held the set. Oh wow! Like the jokes weren't there, but the energy was so good, people had no choice. But they were clap. like, "This guy's throwing his body out so there." So my mom was like, "Oh, you got something? Whatever <laughs> it is, I'm glad that we found it. Now, if you work on it, I see it. that you committed." She's the one that told me to move to New York. After. Wow! She was like, "Don't talk about it, be about it," because I used to say it a lot. I'm going to New York. Well, go then. See mm. what the fuck happens. Like yeah. my mom was always the cornerstone in me, you know, going out chasing my dreams and all that. So why not? Of course, she the one that that was supporting me 100. percent Yes. To go out there and go be somebody, of course. Every if I start reaping all the benefits, she gets all. She's going to get all the benefits. And during the pandemic, you shot a special at home that she directed. Wow! And it, so was that in her garage? It's my mother's garage. I it's watched so it earlier she today. You bored, ain't you? We should do something. Wow! We should film something. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I invited all my family that went with the mask, and they sat in the driveway. You know, I, I uh, it, it keeps you from driving yourself insane. First of all, you had a bunch of black ladies laughing. You know, like that the power of that laughter is. Yeah, man. It's it's, uh, it's I'm, everything. I'm shocked anybody even watched that goddamn special. But oh, yeah. it's great! It's a great time, and you yeah. can see it's on your face. It's a time capsule special. It's yes. not the most home material because we were home. Right. I was home. Uh, it's a little more the raw. World. It's a little raw, but yeah, it was a lump of clay that I wanted to put out just as a time capsule because we it was the, the, the end of the world. We didn't know if basements were going to open back up again. But I tell you one thing, you know the beauty of that when I filmed that special. Matter of fact, here we go. I'll do the whole thing. That special came out. I remember when it did. When I shot it, here comes the fly part. Two days before I shot it, I saw Che put a picture up on Instagram with him sitting on the back of a truck. Right. In a parking lot. And the parking lot was full. That was and a dope the, show. And then the fucking, the, the parking structure was full. And they was looking out to Che. And it was the sunlight behind it. So it made like Che look like some, some kind of figure. <laughs> some pastor. <laughs> some like fly ass celestial Figure, yeah. like comedy had returned. Yes, a silly angel. So I shot the special, and the day after, I went back to New York and just and thugged it out in the quarantine. Yeah. And that's when I found out everybody was fucking outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopping on the back of trucks, rooftop shows. We did everything. Uh, backyard shows, illegal illegal barbershop shit. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is the greatest place. There were some yeah. days, I mean, that's what the, the magic of New York City and how we can just do our art everywhere. Mm-hmm. But there were days during the pandemic where I would be going to do some rooftop show. They just sent me an address. I would be in the elevator on the way up like, yo, I'm about to get kidnapped. Where am yeah, I man. going? And we just took those shots. We, we just, just did took it. those chances. We didn't have nothing else. And, yeah, my mom was like, oh, if you want it, you'll find it. And, you know. <laughs> So I, I feel like um, the the women in your life, especially like all these women who came to this taping, like they're they're kind of surrounding you in terms of yeah. your first layer of support. Absolutely, my mom, my aunt, my dog. Well, that's my core family. Wow, your dog. Either everybody else has died or everybody else died to me. Mm. So you know, uh, yeah, everybody gets shitty uncles. That I oh just, my I gosh, just, everybody, especially so just, how just, do we get funny? We don't have shitty uncles. So I just kind of disclaimed. I don't. Oh know. yeah, you can't yeah, take so them all with you. My mother, my auntie, and my puppy. Yeah. And then uh, I got my god 
I got, got, I got my godmom live right across the street. Mm-hmm. And all her children, my god cousins. It's just this thing. Yeah. So, you, so it's, you've it's, been surrounded by women yeah. most of it. So now when you're in comedy and you're a comedian, you're also, you know, a big brother to sorts to certain people. You certain? Know? I don't want to make it weird and make it seem like, mm. you know, we... I feel like you're my family. I don't feel like you're That's my fine. family. But start, but you but you my nigga, you know. We started in Philly. Yeah, we did. And Philly was a tougher scene. Do you think that because you you were with all these women growing up that you've had easier interactions with lady comics than some other comics? Yeah. Absolutely, because I, I see that in you all the time. I feel like you're you're better at communicating with them. First you're of better all, at letting them know when the shit was whack. But yeah, man, it was um they always talk about we don't support. But I had a show mm. called Black Ass Comedy Show where I tried every week. Yeah. put at least one or two black ladies on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them suck, but a lot of them didn't. <laughs> yes. And it was just like, don't ever say I wasn't an avenue for you to see what the fuck you had. So yeah. it's like, I support. I just don't like whack jokes, but I mm. do I do love a black woman doing stand-up. It's I think we're a little more things. progressive than even certain New York City comics in that regard. Because yeah. in Philly, we had just enough... And just enough support from people like Chris Cotton to, to foster places where Absolutely. women could tell jokes and, and work on I it. I like when women tell jokes. I love when they up there being just bold, rock solid, just holding yeah. their labias, saying what's up. Like, yeah, like, big clit energy. Yeah, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, That's I'm a that fan shit of that. I like. Yeah. I never not was a fan of that. I never was intimidated by that shit. Been yeah. growing up a black woman my whole life. So it was like, oh, all right, yeah, okay. That's I understand, the y'all. Way to harness that sass. Yeah, and now you have like lady comedian sisters. Like, I feel like you and yeah, say You, Amina. Yamanika, Chloe yes. Hilliard, Ida Rodriguez is of this world. Right, right. Uh, off the top of my head. I love or, it. But I lo- those are my amount. core. That's my core group. That's a good amount. I love it. It's my core group. Yeah, I named the funniest lady. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like that um, sometimes when I bring a girl around you, you think that I'm gay. Oh, that's that really like, be, warms like, my heart we like, whenever you do it. Because, first of all, I like that. Day. Look, you just <laughs> talked about how you like how lady comedians have be like grabbing their clit, talking uh, that shit. I like having bitties around me. If you like having bitches around you, that's I a nice like thing. Oh, I, like having, I like having bitties around me, too. It's if a good I time. did a I Madison the Square room. Garden special tomorrow, you know you would be in the green room. And you know I'd the first thing. a girl, you, then a dude. You was, the first thing you would say to me would be, Chanel, there's a lot of bitties in here. Well, women here. How did they all get the passcode? And but I would say, Derek, yeah. I like to have a good time. If they pretty and don't stink, fine. And they're not talking all weird well, and goofy. Well, see, now I feel differently. Some biddies are going to say things you don't like. And that's just, you have Sometimes to play the I law like of averages. Just for the conversation. It's funny. Because I know the homies are going to rip through it. Like, oh, it's yes. Just, they're going to rip through whatever she said. No. Or she might be wind up being cool. That's the, but that's the yeah. thing about wanting all the smoke. When you bring a girl in here, that's the risk you take. Absolutely. She's oh, got to be able to handle the, she gotta handle the heat yeah. of the can green she room. she handle the heat? And a lot of them can't. They'll pretend for a they while. Oh, but a lot of them the can't. The prettier they are, Ooh, the more the they faster. can hang. You know what is more threatening than being pretty? Being funny. Oh. Nothing threatens a person more than when you're funny at them. Yeah, or tell a pretty chick that her friend looks better than her. Oh. Wow. You said that like it's from experience. Oh, but I've no, done it in that green room. I brought a dude one time to the yeah. green room with a bunch of guys, and we're all smoking, chilling, joking. After a while, he just closed his eyes like this. Uh huh. And then my friend said to me, "What's up with your friend?" I was like, "I don't, I don't know. He's, I guess he's tired." Afterwards, I asked him, "Hey, what's up?" He was like, "Everyone was just being so funny, and I felt like I couldn't keep up." So he just disappeared. So he decided <laughs> to take a nap, a fake nap, a dream nap. 
in the green room. And it was, for me, immediately a red X. I was Metaphor, like, Metaphor, walk back through the bushes. You he could walk back through the bushes. Like, he could have just stood there and been quiet. But wow. no, he decided I have fake to fake sleep. sleep. That's not good. Because you guys are so funny and you're so witty and I just don't have anything to contribute. Yeah, man. But that's also the danger if I bring a guy to the green room around y'all. Like, it's he's stepping over Mines, like, mines. He's tiptoeing. I, I, I love a good hang. <laughs> you can't that wait to scare him off. Green room. <laughs> somebody that's not supposed to be there is there. I don't know why, but I see it first. Mm. I'll be like, and then my homies notice me looking at the door, and we all do the slow turn and then buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. <laughs> <laughs> Clears everybody. Yeah, I just be like, here we go. I, I don't know why they're down here. I don't know why they think they deserve to be down here, but okay. I can definitely tell lay people or what I call civilians mm-hmm. from entertainers. Yeah. I can tell when I talk to them, when I meet them, most of the time when I look at them, I'll be like, you a civilian? They'll be like, yeah. What's, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy you're here. Who brought you? <laughs> no, I love that. And also, um, I want to talk about how, like, how did you decide not to drink? Is, is it because you... Okay. Um, it all started in high school. Mm. Because I just saw so many people fucking up. In Jersey. Yeah. And that's a hard in place. Jersey, South Jersey. That's a party town. Yeah. So niggas was drinking. My, my, all my niggas was drinking 16, 17. Wow. Uh, we, had, we had VFW parties. We had little little house parties, whatever. The keg, the brew, the whatever. And yeah. it's drinking. Like, I've seen homies ruin scholarships, get girls pregnant. Fuck it. Fuck in up school. Their whole lives. Fucking in school. Like, wow. what are you doing? Early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Motherfuckers would drink for breakfast. Like, it was crazy in, in Jersey. But, that uh, is a mess. And then I never liked the smell or the taste or how people acted. And drunk women, when they talk to me, it's never, it never smells good. Absolutely. So it kind of just turned me off to the whole thing. Mm. That's why I like fucking chicks when they sober. Oh. I mean, <laughs> that, that man, they really want to do it. You'd be like, yeah. And Because it, it's a bigger compliment, I think. Wow. Because there's no, there's no sponsorship. That's right. She... In her clear all her, her, mind, her, her chakras was like, she's yeah. not just having trauma and trying no to throw trauma. it at you. Nope. She wants to be here. She she's waited present. the next day and she still wanted to jump. So I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. All right. But no. Um, And then um, from what I've tasted through shots that I've been offered or whatever, I mean, it's, it's very nasty. disgusting. It's poison. Yeah. And then I just really like water. And oh, and back in the day, I used to be like a dancer. I used to have like a dance gang and click and all that. So we have to carry waters with us because it get hot in some of them basements yep. we be dancing in. So, you yeah. know, I just got, I got used to some water. waters. So how do you do it now? Because, I mean, you're you're going on the road with people. Yeah. You're at the cellar, which is the top comedy club in the world. People are trying to buy you drinks. I know they're trying to pour liquor down your throat. What, what are you, what, how do you handle it every time? Hey, just... hey, hey. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> so you blow weed in their face. I blow weed. And then they come to the patio. And they're and like, that's I can't when we keep weed up them with out you. Because they can't keep of up. Of course Especially not. when we all ciphering. Oh, yeah. Or Shirai bring them out. Mm-hmm. Or they think they cue to come out. Yes. And we all, and we the high guys. So we not yeah. just smoking regular weed. We got hash in our shit. Oh, yeah. We, we, we Thick got shit blunts, All types Thick of blunts. joints. We smoking. Yeah. So when they come in try to smoke. Yeah. And then they can't hang. That's when I can get them. So it's just like, a, it's a, it's um, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's um, it's a tear thing. God, I don't want to sound like an elite, but I am an elite. Well, you've been doing it for a while. Yeah, I'm a tiered dude. So yeah. it's like, oh, you smoking with Derek? You smoking with Napoleon? You smoking yeah. with Dave Temple? You smoking with Napoleon with them guys? Sure, yeah. Oh, you must be. Yeah, because they the hang. ones that be up there joking around, smoking like, oh, you smoking with Chanel? And yeah. Them? Oh, why? Right, you must 
Significant, yeah. Have you ever smoked with shit on him? Nah, you probably shouldn't. You can't come in here. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. You're gonna embarrass yourself. You have yourself. stuff to do later. You you're gonna embarrass up. yourself. You're gonna be all messed up. And then when people smoke with us, they melt down because they all that that that, that oh, what yes. they think they need to perform comes yeah. out and they spin out of control. It's pretty wild. Absolutely, but so you you just tell people no, I I'm not gonna have a drink. I, I don't. No, drink. I don't drink. I just say don't drink. Yeah. And then some question you. Some are some are uh, some are like very curious. Most girls judge the shit out of me because they think I'm judging them. And yeah. I'm not. You're like, yo, I'm, and I'm lit might, too. And then you might find the one that don't drink, and then we want them having a good conversation. Well, that's nice. I also want people at home to notice that Derek cares a lot about smell. So if you're trying to hook up with him, you that better, you know why? You better take care be, of every orifice. I used to be a really... janitor, and that gave me PTSD. Like I said, so I used to clean up everything. toilets and shit. So when you clean up toilets and you're thinking about shows that you did the night before mm. and how much better you are as a showman than it a nigga who scrubs toilets, oh. Oh, six with your cop shit, uh, uh, toll plaza worker boob shit. Oh, just toilets in general and garbage. Oh, so something doing janitorial and then quitting janitorial to become, I think, who I am right now. It just made me go, I cannot do that funky shit. Yeah. So I'm always with the colognes and the lotions yeah. and the fucking scarves. Or you go into the stores that got nice smells in there. Like, mm. I like going to the store. That's why I go... To a lot of these boutique stores, these little fly high fashion joints now, because the, the ventilation actually smells pretty bad. It's, good. <laughs> it's aerated beautifully. Like you should pay a couple dollars just to breathe the air to sit there. I like that. Yeah, so. I like that you care that much about that. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm a little spoiled. Been mm. spoiled for a very, very long time. So I kind of I spoiled your myself. Mom, now. Your mom spoiled you. Oh fuck. Yeah. Because I'm an wanted, only child on her side. Yeah, so if you wanted something, she made sure yeah, you got man, it. I'm a steakhouse kid. so it's it's um, Okay, don't talk too much shit now, you know? It, it, but I am. I remember when I used to get good honor roll, like good grades and shit. My yes. grandma would take us to Ruth Chris. It was nice. Wow. I like it, though, because, you know, you're going to do that for your kids one day. Oh, kids. Oh. This world is crazy. I'm not bringing a life. You're not going to have kids and you're not drinking? Show. Now, that's crazy. I ain't bringing no... I'm bringing no life into but, this but, shit but, show. But Are what you if nuts? you make such a funny, tall baby? Are you nuts? Have you ever considered the, the length of the limbs on the baby you, you would can create? You ball and tell jokes or something Be, like that. You, no. I'm just saying. That we owe the world the possibility see, of a baby gains. But when I see kids. Duncan and giggling. When I see kids, I go, I don't want none of that. I thought you were going to say what I said. I just like vomit. Like, nah, because they be nauseous. on planes crying. Oh, yeah. Fucking, no, the planes is when yeah, they, it really when affects me. Fucking. Oh, oh, when for some reason the parents want to help them walk but I'm like they're infants why the fuck are they trying to walk up subway steps during rush hour Derek's like get out Pick of my up way your fucking kid I have four shows to go fuck. to what Chris Rock say even roaches have kids <laughs> it's not it's not special it's just not they slow down the process of what the fuck me and my girl trying to do we trying to travel so I your mom your mom hasn't, been, hasn't asked my, you about I that I told my mom mother it will be easier for me to buy you a beachfront property before I fall in love with a bitch and then convince her to get off birth control to for me, for us to conceive a, you know how long you better, yeah. you, you yeah, hold you're going to die. And, and I'm busy. busy. I like work. Yeah. I hate it. I hate to say it, but I like work. I like, it I like going to work. I go to, you go to work I everywhere. Be, we be working. You be working yeah. in other planets. Derek you loves. You book a show. <laughs> Derek is, he I'm loves to see what shows I'm doing just because he feels like they're in Wonderland every time. At one weird thing. Yeah. I'm on the set of Matilda, but we're doing it. They got a, <laughs> they got a, they well, got a mic Danny set DeVito up. Danny DeVito loves. 
I'm me. playing in front of all the CEOs. Like, right? yeah. when you got to the Elks Lodge and we was like, mm-hmm. the fuck? She just moved here. Yeah, it was getting fancy. <laughs> it was getting fancy, yeah. I am a member of the Friars Club. Yeah, uh, we was like, Probably what the, hell? the youngest black lady. We was like, how'd she do it? Yeah. That's that Carmen San Diego comedy shit. We was like, I think she steals diamonds and then washes the money and it just does exactly. shows in France. Exactly. And then it comes back like, Shit just didn't go down like that. You know, That's right. You be getting you be getting them buckets. No, I know you like it. You know, my last episode I had Peggy O'Leary, and we were talking about how Philly comics sometimes lack um, healthy loyalty. Okay. Um, because especially with boy comics, I feel like in Philly you can assault another comedian. Okay. You could steal their joke. Okay. But if you take their money, all right, we start to. We started to separate ourselves for you. Yeah. Unless we have some loyalty to you. I feel like that's where we draw the line. Hey, don't fuck up the business. Well, you could be a mess, but don't fuck up the business. Well, you, well, Jakey Promoters mm-hmm. is just a hurdle you're going to have to jump and stand up. Absolutely. But it seemed like most of the janky ones was in Philly. Oh, yeah. And it was a lot of backhanded, a lot of I'll pay you with the chicken fingers type shit. Yeah. Or uh, 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 do the show, but the promoter leaves before you off stage. Yeah. Or, they yeah, hit you up, like, you I'll, I'll, I'll message you. I'll bring it by your house yeah, tomorrow. Uh, or, um, yeah, low tickets tonight, pop, all that mm-hmm. bullshit. No, we learned quick. But I only stayed in Philly five years. Okay. So I got all that bullshit figured it out and was mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm going to New York. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, loyalty? It's not, that's not a, loyalty's not a, uh, that's not, that's a. Because have you, can you. That's what I'm looking for. That's not a, a, a. Not a, a that's pit. not a what's the word I'm looking for? That's not like a golden thing. No, no, it's not that's like not a like pillar. a thing used a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. You define loyalty? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. That's yeah. why I still have my same friends. Absolutely. So you know, loyalty, man. Yeah. All the shit I watch on TikTok and Instagram, everybody cheats. It's Everybody's twi- everybody's scamming. Can't trust nobody, yeah. Everything is a filter. It's all the whole fucking world is a filter. So you go but, loyalty. But I what I think is so impressive about you and a lot of comics from Philly is that when it, when stuff has hit the fan, we have banded together in a way that's incredible. Absolutely. When Chris Cotton, who is a, a very talented comedian who passed away a few years ago, I felt like you and his friends stepped up to support his family, his wife. I still got to give money to Erica. I'm still laughing on that. <laughs> we, we I will be like, yeah, yeah, Erica, if you're listening, I still owe you a few dollars. <laughs> I got your cash app. But the nigga who created Crash App was stabbed last night. Oh. So, and to death. The dude that created Cash App, they found him dead in his apartment. It's what so did crazy. He know? But anyway, Eric, all your money. I love you, babe. And I love Blue. But but don't you don't you think that is really special? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I in the so. examples of how long we've been in comedy, I've never seen other boy comedians come together to support a, another boy comedian's we family. We were the guys up and down the, the mm-hmm. Route 9 and going back and forth from New York to Philly, Philly, New York. Yeah. We saw each other's fuck ups and, you know, mm-hmm. helping each other out. It's just like you wanna you wanna be somebody for real. You need a band of brothers for real. You got you need yeah. a, some like minded guys that's gonna help you even when it's fucked up. And yeah. a lot of a lot of them trips is fucked. We would come to New York sometime and not hear spots. Yeah, I We'd know. We'd just be hanging. I would just roll. We I was like, yo, like, All right, we if, if Chris is driving, I'm getting in the car. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember one time in Philly being at Raven and being really, like, frustrated. Raven was our open mic in Philly, and I was frustrated because, you know, I wasn't getting up early. You know, you go through the whatever. And I remember Chris Cotton coming up to me and being like, yo, you've been coming around. I see you've been funny, blah, blah, blah. You know, don't come around here so acting like a girl. 
you know. And at the time, I was like, well, what the fuck does that mean? You know, like, yeah. well, watch your mouth, blah, 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 blah. Now, at this point in my comedy career, I say that to other grown men. I'm like, yo, don't don't come out here acting like a little, you know, you know, you know because yeah. I think the language is different when we're talking about entertainment. Yeah. This is the hardest thing. You, you could play a young Marina Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> you are Marina. Yeah, I'll take it. For Every the... click got a, a Marina Franklin. You are Marina Franklin start talking like a dude. Yeah, like I've been on her podcast. That's yeah. a fuck boy right there. <laughs> She's an ex fuck. But Marina Franklin was out yeah. here hoeing, but like. Yeah. Dude, she was the pimp. Yeah. She was hoeing niggas. Like, yeah, all right. I think one day, <laughs> probably one day soon, I'm going to get caught up, which I have been before. Okay. And you will see it. And then you will really know the scope of the fuckboy I could be. <laughs> wow. One of these days. Because it's yeah. happened to me before. I've been at a show with two guys, and I've been like, well, how are we? I'm going to play it cool. I'm yeah, going like, to It's You sit you over really here. Have to. You sit over there, and we're going to get through this show. And it was comics? Oh, one of them was a comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. What like, are you going to do? we eat? You know, people yeah. people show up at your show. I can't hide my show dates. If you shit where you eat, you might eat shit sometimes. <laughs> what can you do? Okay, we come to the point of the podcast where I like to play a game. Okay. And it's, it's kind of basically a game where you say, like, yeah, I've had enough, which is something you're really good at. But instead of just saying, like, I don't drink, I've had enough, you're going to say something creative and silly okay. about it, whatever. So you pretend like you're going to pass something to me first, and then I'm going to say something. What am I going to say? Okay, right, right. Okay, yeah. Pretend like you're passing something to me. Uh, I don't really want that because I'm hanging with Pete Davidson later, and I know he's really going to get lit, so I'm going to just wait until then. Get lit with him. Okay, you ready? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ready? Okay, cool. Yo, yeah. Derek, you want this shot? We're taking shots. Shot. Yeah, out of here. My father was a fighter pilot. All the people he shot <laughs> in Kuwait and Vietnam. This doesn't hold up. Whoa. Up face. I would not offer Derek any more drinks after that. <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do another round. All right. All right. You pass something to me. Ah, I don't even want that. Smells crazy. I don't want it because it smells insane. What is that? Alcohol? Is that liquor? That smells like why uncles are unfunny. It's bad in there, and okay. I don't want it. I don't want. Don't pass it over here again. Okay. All right. You ready? You ready? I'm pouring up something crazy. Okay. You like this pretend pour? You like this? It's getting silly. It's getting silly. All right. You want this? I don't want that demon elixir. <laughs> they call it spirits for a reason. You in there drinking that devil juice. You better stop. Don't hand me them rotten chemicals. That's that poison. That That's that, that swine. I don't want to drink that shit so I can get off my guard. Wow. Get off my guard, wobble around now. Got to stand for something or fall for anything. Derek Ains, ladies and gentlemen, channeling Malcolm X to refuse a drink. Just jokes. Whatever he has to do. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Tell people where they can follow you, where they can find you. Well, uh, okay, how we go? I'm not the biggest TikTok guy. Yeah, you getting up on it, though? Uh, I don't I, I kind of, I took the long way. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a long road guy. I mean, I'm on TikTok. If somebody clips something and put it on TikTok, it's up there. Yeah. But uh, Instagram, uh, The Great Boy, I post where I'm going to be at. I do spots in the city. I'm on the road uh, April 21st, 22nd, Saratoga Springs, New York, Comedy Works. Then I'm at the DC Improv the 28th through the 30th with Dave Temple. It's going to be a fun time. And uh, I'll be on Blue. When's this come out? Soonish. Next week. Okay, so never mind. I'm on Blue Bloods this Friday, but you ain't going to see that. So, <laughs> May 4th, 
is the debut of Buckus on Peacock. And check that out. I'm in a, a lot of episodes of that show. It should be fun. And then May 26th, that's Memorial Day weekend. If you have nothing to do, I'm in this like movie called Wrath of Becky. It's like a horror movie, but I do some like funny stuff right up top. Whoa. It's like my second appearance in, in a movie ever. So it's just like, oh, movie number two. So yeah, I, I'm doing that. So I'm around on things people don't watch anymore. TV is, I know that's an yeah. old concept. I'm streaming it. But I'm around. The Great Boy, Jerry Gates. Check out The Great Boy. Uh, also, if Derek is coming to your city, you have opportunity to see him live. Do it from you to me. You know, I'll, I'll keep it true to you. One of my favorite comics. Very insightful. Very creative. Boy commits to a bit. You know, he rings out that washcloth. He's trying to... What, what's in there? He's digging in there. He's making you feel connected. You know, every show is going to be different. I promise you. I promise so, you. It's good. It's like a jazz concert. It's very nice. It's a lot of shit. Check out Derek Gaines. I'm Chanel Ali. This has been A Girl's Guide. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. 